We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. All right. Hello, my friends. How are you doing today? So whenever I notice trends with my clients or my community or people that I'm talking to, I always feel very compelled to do a training, a podcast episode, something to help move you forward because we only think that we're stuck in certain areas, but sometimes just being presented with an opportunity to look at where you're at with a different lens can help move you past the roadblock past the obstacle. And that's what I want to do. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to serve. So I decided that I was going to do this little pop-up training slash podcast episode because I want to help you. I want to help you not feel behind. So if you're listening to this episode, chances are that you might be feeling a little bit of pressure. The first quarter of the year is almost done. So we're at the end of Q1. And I would say that a lot of people that I've been talking to feel like they are behind, that they weren't very motivated to begin with at the beginning of the year. So that motivation never came. And now they're kind of feeling like, oh shit, like how do I catch up? Because the quarter is almost done. And so chances are, you might be feeling that energy. You might have not felt motivated at the beginning of this year. You also might have might be feeling a little panicky that there's not as much time to achieve your goals. You also might not have set goals at the beginning of the year. You might have just completely been like, you know what? I'm not going to set any goals and I'm just going to go with the flow and see what happens, which is totally fine if you stick with that intention. But then when you start panicking and thinking you're not doing enough, it just perpetuates the problem. So you are in the right place if you started this year with high hopes and it's starting to fade. You're also in the right place if you have no idea what you want this year. And you might be noticing that you have been feeling a little frustrated, a little anxious. You might have felt a bit of an urgency energy. So if you're experiencing any of that, you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now listening to this training. So what I want for you to walk away with is a new perspective and new way to approach your goals and where you're currently at in life. So maybe it's not just even 2023. Maybe you're just feeling behind in life in general. So this is what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you why you feeling behind is a lie. And then I'm going to teach you a process to help you propel forward. And it's not as complicated as you think it is. It's not about taking a bunch of action and doing a bunch of things. In fact, it's the exact opposite. So you just listening to this episode, being a part of this training, what you're going to realize is how much time that it's going to save you instead of spinning in circles and confusion. And it's also going to save you a lot of frustration. So 
what you're going to get is a whole new perspective and a process to help you move forward instead of feeling like you are behind. So this is what you can expect. I'm going to teach some important concepts for you to understand. And then I'm going to give you some homework, some action steps for you to apply. And then if you have any questions at all, you can ask me that um, on Instagram. You can send me an email because truly I am here to serve you. I want to help you move forward. I don't want to you to get to the middle of the year. I don't want you to get to June and be freaking out and feel like you're even further behind. So if you can nip this in the butt right now, the I'm behind thought, it's actually going to move you forward. It's going to move you forward. So I just want you to first, so that's what we're going to do. Okay. So the first thing I want you to do is think about something that you're struggling to keep up with. So it might be a goal that you set. It might be a habit. It might be your schedule. It might be completing an online course, something that you signed up for in the past. Like, I just want you to think about what you had high hopes for you to do and that you're not currently doing. Okay. Whatever it is, I want you to look at that thing that you're thinking that you are behind and you might be thinking I'm just behind in my life in general. Um, and that's very broad. So I want you to make it a little bit more specific and get a little bit more clear on what you think you're behind, not just life in general. Maybe it's, you think you're behind in your career, your relationships, your business, whatever it is. I want you to just get really, really, really clear about that. Because when we look at that thing, it's a circumstance. So let's say you think that you are behind in your career. So career is the circumstance. And then you have this thought, I am behind. And a lot of times when people talk to me, it's like they're saying the news. They're just telling me like it is that this is just a fact is I am behind. And they often say, I feel like I'm behind. So they think this feeling is what's causing all this discomfort. But in fact, it's just this thought I am behind. It's just a thought. It's not true. There's no facts. There's no facts behind this thought. It's just what it is. And you might want to argue with me. You might be like, no, 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 Brittany, I have all of the proof that I'm behind and here's why. And our brain is always going to do that. It's going to support whatever you believe. It's going to find the evidence. So you might be thinking, I feel like I'm behind. This is a fact, but feeling behind is a type of thinking. It's a thought pattern. It's not based on any reality and it's not based on any facts. Even if your brain wants to argue with it, it's not a fact. So we like to base the way that we think around the facts. So your goal, let's say it's your career. Like I said, for an example, if you are looking at your career, you're looking at your business and you're thinking I am behind when you don't manage this type of thinking and you don't question it, it's going to continue to perpetuate you feeling behind. It's going to continue to perpetuate like you're not doing enough or you're not good enough, no matter what you accomplish. That's just how our brain works. Wherever we direct it, that's where it's going to go. So if you look at this goal and you think that you're behind, it's just going to further find evidence and it's going to have you taking action that's going to continue to make you feel like you're falling further and further behind. So the first thing that I want to call out is that thinking is it's not true. And first you have to acknowledge that it is a lie that you are not behind. Okay. So the first thing I want you to do is look at your goal. 
whether it is part of your business, your 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 job, your career, uh, maybe it's a relationship, whatever it is. And I want you to look at what you have accomplished. Maybe it's this year, maybe it was the end of last year, but I want you to start turning your focus on where you're not behind. So if you have a piece of paper, I want you to grab a piece of paper and write down three things that you have accomplished thus far this year. Now, if your brain's like, I don't have anything, then go to last year. Like, I just want you to see that you're not behind by directing your brain there. So it doesn't have to be something massive. It can be something small, but three things that you've accomplished this thus far towards the circumstance, towards the goal. Okay. So once you do that, I want you to look at that you're not really behind and you just have to direct your brain. You have to give your brain evidence that you're actually taking action towards it. It might be not in the way that you think that you're supposed to, or you should, or some idealized way of approaching your goal. But what in fact is you have taken some action. It might not be big, but you have taken some action and you have done things to move you towards this goal. So this is the first shift and you can do this process with anything, but it is so important. You take your brain from what's not working to what's working. Cause when you go to what's not working, when you go to the unknown, that is when we spin out. That is where we live in the land of thought destruction. And we cannot move from that place and we fall further and further and further behind. So this is how we're going to retrain your thinking from going to that you're far behind to actually that you're making progress, right? So this is a very important piece because a lot of times we talk down to the things that we've accomplished. It's like, yeah, I completed the course, but I didn't finish it in the time frame that I said I would, right? Or yeah, I have the degree, but I handed in all my assignments late. Like we just downplay our success. When instead, I just want you to state the factual accomplishments. It's like, yes, I finished this. Then no caveat, no downplaying. Just allow yourself to focus on the steps forward that you have taken. It is good enough. So we're coming from a place of um, sufficiency. When we're coming from a place of enoughness, of being adequate, we can train our brain not to look at where we are lacking, but in fact, where we're where we are abundant, where we're taking action, no matter how big or small it is. So the next step, and this is a very important piece of my success reinvention framework. The first phase of my success reinvention framework is define, and we have to define what our strengths are. We have to define our boundaries and our relationships, but most importantly, we need to define what success means to you because how will you know when you aren't behind that you are just in the right place when you're clear on what success means to you? The thing about success is we've never actually taken the time to think about what success means to us. We've been told what success is, and it often is tied to monetary value, to how much money that we're making. But I know people that are making a ton of money and they are miserable. So like to me, that is not success. When you are clear on what your vision of success is, not your neighbor, not your friends, not someone, you random person that you see on Instagram, right? Just yours then you'll know where you, what you need to do to get to where you want to go. You know, some people find success, define success as being able to take off half of the year and travel the world. And maybe they make less money, but they are rich in experiences. 
maybe some people define success by working as a librarian, a lifelong goal to be around books and children. Like that is success because that's someone's dream. But if you are not clear on what success means to you, if you haven't given the space to define it, this is the opportunity to do so. Because how will you know you aren't behind, right? You get to decide what success is and where you're at on the journey, right? So one of the first things to do when you define what success means to you is don't look outward. It's so important to turn your focus inward. As human beings, we are naturally wired to compare. And a lot of times comparison leads us to despair. And one of the emotions that I do find tied to this thought that I am behind is despair. We get frustrated and then we feel hopeless and then it drops us into a place of despair. And it's really hard to get out of a place of despair when you're comparing to everyone else around you. So when you are feeling like you are not doing a good enough job, that other people are crushing it in life and you're falling behind, that is a key indicator that you need to turn off the outside noise and turn your focus inward. So step two is define what success means to you. It is so subjective and it is completely in your control. Like no one gets has to tell you what it is. And what I suggest is when you write out what success means to you, ask yourself, is that really what I think success is? And just get super honest and super clear because the more honest and clear you are with yourself, the more success and fulfillment you are going to create in your life. And I can guarantee that. So success might include some of the cultural ways, things that people have included in what they think is successful, right? Like owning a house, getting a degree, finding a partner, having kids. But another way that you could view success is by freedom to travel, doing what you want, when you want, putting together outfits, right? Getting a promotion at work, starting your own business, creating a life that you love, It doesn't involve all of the extra things, right? Success could mean also having a retirement plan, right? Something that you get to lean in on, whatever that is, take the time to define what it means to you. Because once you are clear on what it means to you, there is no behind. You get to decide what your next steps are to move you towards that version of success, right? When you have your definition of success, right? It is liberating. It is liberating because it it serves as a framework to help you work towards the things that you want to create in your life. So make it clear, write it down and keep it with you at all times because anytime you start comparing yourself or going down a different path, your definition of success is going to bring you back. And that's going to help you realize that you're not behind. Okay, so the next thing that I want to to walk you through is taking action from a place of ease instead of a place of urgency. So in efforts to hit successful milestones, right, to reach our goals, to do the things and, and really fill this void of feeling inadequate, we fall into a really unhealthy pattern of pushing hard just to cross things off the list. Like we just 
we sacrifice family time, we sacrifice self-care, we sacrifice trips, we sacrifice anything that is good for our well-being. It's the first to go. It's the first to go. And at, at what at what expense? At what what cost? What's it going to cost you if you're coming from a place of urgency and panic, right? If you're coming from a place of fear, if you're just taking action from that place, you're taking action, but it's not coming from a clean place. And by the time you get to where you think you're supposed to be, you're exhausted. You can't enjoy anything. You're completely burnt out. You have to take a break from all of the things, which then perpetuates you falling back to feeling behind. So this is the last thing that you want to do. So instead of taking action from a place of urgency, from a place of fear, it's learning how to process those emotions first. Because once you allow yourself to become familiar with those emotions, like if you're feeling anxious, instead of taking action, being present with the emotion, being clear of, oh, I'm feeling a little anxious right now. There's a little bit of fear here. And letting that be your guide, because there's a part of you that's afraid of taking action. There's a part of you about getting ahead. You have beliefs tied to it. So often when you find stillness and you allow those emotions to move through you and whatever bubbles to the surface, then you have the power, the agency to decide the direction that you want to go. So no one has ever taught us that emotions, right, are the key to getting where we want to go. Emotions create action. Emotions create inaction. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling worried, if you are feeling stressed about being behind the thought, right? You're not, you're not going to take action. You might be doing things just to be busy, but it's actually not moving you forward. I call this empty action. You're doing things, but you're not, you're just staying in the same place, right? And in a way this protects you. So I don't, this is when compassion is huge because instead of being like, something's wrong with me, why can't I do this? Why am I falling so far behind? You invite into compassion and you love on the part of yourself that is afraid. Not your whole self, but your higher self is like, we got goals. We got things we want to do. We got places to be. But then there's a part of you that's afraid of being seen. There's a part of you that's afraid of failing. There's a part of you that is afraid of being embarrassed. So there's all these emotions and you have to make sure that that part of you feels understood, feels seen so that you can move forward with ease instead of urgency. Urgency is one of those emotions that feels productive when in fact it's coming from scarcity, which is a form of fear. So you know, if you're feeling this urgency energy, if you're feeling this panicky, frantic energy I'm telling you, you're not going to create the things you want to create. You might create something, but it's not going to be your version of success. So what do we do instead? We process how we're feeling. And then we get to think clearly. We get to decide on purpose how we want to feel, what we need to think, create that emotion. Because if you are thinking and feeling in alignment with what you've defined as success, the actions will take care of itself. This is how you leap forward. So many people are just focused on the actions. They're focused on the grind. They're focused on the doing. And it's a very masculine energy. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you have an an excess of that external energy, that external do, 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 go, 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 this is the fastest track to burning out or not starting at all, which I call failing ahead of time. We have, we're playing out all these scenarios in our head. We feel like we're so behind. We're coming from a place of frustration. We're coming from a place of inadequacy. So that's making us fall further, further, further behind. When if we just allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling and then think on purpose, it will create the emotions with which will fuel you forward. 
your actions towards your goal this year, whatever you said at the beginning of 2023 or didn't, your actions are a symptom of what you're thinking and feeling. So if your actions are not aligning with what you want, that means that there is a discrepancy in what you're thinking. And so this is the work right here to get super clear. So what I would love for you to do is check in with how you're feeling. When you think about the goal that you set at the beginning of the year that you feel behind with, check in with how you're feeling. Because if you're feeling urgency, if you're feeling anxious, worried, stressed, that just means that you have thoughts that need to be cleaned up. You have to process some emotions. It's not just being positive and ignoring. Once it's there, you have to acknowledge it. But once you do that, you do that. It'll allow, it'll open up this channel of creativity, of different ideas that are going to move you towards your version of success. So this is such a simple process. It's not necessarily easy because no one has taught us the skill of feeling and processing our emotions and then really thinking on purpose. So this process is going to help you get clarity on what you want, what success is to you, and it's going to shift your priorities, right? Where are you spending your time? If you're spending your time on the internet scrolling and you feel like you're being productive, but you're not actually moving forward, that's when you have to look at what emotions are driving those actions. So get clear on what it is that you want and then get rid of the rest. Get rid of the rest. Don't focus on that. You focus on what you want and you're going to move it forward because so many times when people come to me and they're like, I feel like I'm so behind and they tell me all the things I'm like, well, it's not that it's just, you're, you're it's overcomplicated. You're focusing on too many things at one time. So if you simplify and you get clear on one thing, it takes all the noise out. So you can focus one foot in front of the other. You can think thoughts, very intentional thoughts that are going to move you towards that goal. The other thing that I want to touch on is how being behind, being behind, I'm saying this in quotes actually helps you speed up if you allow it, right? Because when you are behind, it will set you up for greater success in the future. Because whenever you're reaching a new goal or a new level in your life, you are meant to make mistakes and fail along the way. But because we are so afraid of feeling our emotions, we end up just failing ahead of time by not moving forward. We're like, nope, we talk ourselves out of it. We tell ourselves we're too busy. We tell ourselves we have too much going on. So we talk ourselves out of it and we fail at a time. The only way you're going to learn is by taking steps forward, making mistakes, falling on your face, overcoming setbacks, because that forces you to grow. When you have to learn new things, if you have to learn a new obstacle to overcome, you become more resilient, right? And then you become a person that can thrive at overcoming challenges, like a butterfly breaking out of a cocoon, right? Being in that cocoon gives them the strength to fly. Ellie girl, my baby is learning how to walk right now. And every time she falls down, she pushes herself back up. And she's literally, every time she falls down, she's literally giving herself the strength so she can take the next step forward. And that's what you are doing, my friend. If you set a goal that's causing you to stretch, being behind is in fact a part of the process because every obstacle that you're coming up against, every obstacle, every, every excuse that you are meeting, everything that is coming through being thrown at you, when you learn a way around it, you now have that skill set. Okay. So simplifying, getting clear, 
The other thing I want you to think about is who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are the people in your life that you spend the most time with? You know, there's that quote that you're, you are like the five most people you spend time with. It's very true because if you're surrounded by people that are not motivated, that are lacking ambition, that think your dreams are stupid, that want you to stay in line, right? They want you to follow the straight path, the, the, the comfortable path, the safe path. And you're out here being like, no, I have these big dreams. There's nothing wrong with them. You can love them. You don't have to make yourself better. You don't have to other yourself from them, but you might want to start surrounding yourself with people that are also on that journey that like want to dream big, that want to take the next step, that want to put themselves out there. Because when you surround yourself with people like that, it forces you to grow. And I'm speaking this is all coming from experience. And I am noticing this myself in the mastermind that I'm in the level of these women. Like it's so uncomfortable for me because it's forcing me to really step up. <laughs> it's real. I'm like, I can't hide my shit. And because I'm surrounding myself with the right people, I've never done that before. So if you want to grow, you have to change your environment first, finding a tribe of people who want more in their lives and call you forward that is where you want to be. You get, you don't have to, you're not the people that you surround yourself with that might not be as motivating, or you find that they're super negative and complaining all the time. They're not bad. You can still love them. And I suggest that you do, you're not better than them because you have different focus in life. But if they're bringing you down with their energy, it's time to get around a new group of people. Okay. So the last thing that I want to leave you with is the importance of taking ownership. Okay. The importance of taking ownership. And I call this personal responsibility, right? When, and I'm saying this from a, a place of love and a place of love that I have for myself, because I have definitely had some of these thoughts this year. That's why I feel so passionate about teaching them to you. But when you are thinking you're so behind, you're most likely just making excuses. It is so easy. It is such a cop-out to blame our job, relationships, blame your past experience, blame your partner, blame your children, blame your schedule, right? You can blame all the things of why you aren't taking action. And listen, it doesn't matter if those things are contributing, but it's not serving you because what matters is you believe that those things are holding you back. Even if you can argue that they are, but even arguing if they are, even if they are holding you back, it's a problem because you believe it. As soon as you blame something outside of yourself for where you're at, you're placing all responsibility on that thing, right? And that leaves you feeling powerless, deflated, and confused AF, right? Excuses give power to external facts, and that is wasted energy. And then you have this unmet expectation, which leads to resentment and bitterness. And then the cycle just continues on, right? So we spend so much time focusing on what we can't control when we forget that there is so much within our control. And when you stop wasting energy on what you can't control and you turn the focus on what you can control and literally take ownership, take ownership of where you're at, nothing can take, nothing can stop you. Nothing and no one will take away your agency or how you show up for your life, the actions that you take, right? 
only does that become true when you give it away. So if you want to leap forward this year, you want Q2 to have a different result than Q1, you must take full ownership of your life. Because once you do this, my friend, you will change everything. You'll be able to focus your precious energy towards that goal, that circumstance, that thing that you want for your year. You're going to stop letting life circumstances shove you around. You're going to stop wasting your energy on what you can't change, what you can't control. Let me tell you, it's never too late to start, right? It's time to launch. It's time to go. It's time to move forward. So if you're with me, these are the steps that I want to offer you that you can take today. Step one, define what success is for you. Define what success is for you. I'm telling you, if you do this, it's going to put blinders on. It's going to turn off the noise and it's going to keep you in your lane. It's going to help you focus on what you can control. Define what success is you. Look at your goal. Define what success is you. Does your goal match what success means to you? Or maybe you need to update your goal to match what you view as success. So what I want you to do is think about the next 90 days. That's it. Ask yourself the question, what would make me feel the most successful at the end of Q2? Okay. What do I want? How do I want to feel? What would make me feel the most successful? And then work your way up. Okay. So this is what would make me feel most successful, whether that's, I have a new job. I got a promotion. I finally launched the blog. I finally launched the, the side hustle. I finally left my job. I got, I started a new relationship, whatever it is. End of Q2. What is that? I'm not focusing on the end of the year. I just want you to focus on 90 days at a time. Then I want you to write down what are the actions? What are the steps? What are the aligned action that I need to take? Let me rephrase that. What are the aligned action that I want to take? Need is a very sneaky word. And that's why I backtracked because when we say we need to do something, it's like, we're not doing enough. When you want to do something, it's coming from a place of abundance that you have the agency that you are in control. So what are the steps you want to take in order to create that result at the end of Q2? And once you get clear on those steps and let this be robust, don't just do one or two things, like really create a meaty, robust action because these are your aligned actions. These are not empty actions. These are actions that are going to move you towards that version of success. And then you're going to ask yourself, how would I need to feel? And this is where so many people are like, I don't know. (laughs) Don't say, I don't know. You're not allowed to say, I don't know. I want you to guess the emotions that are really important. And I'll give you some, and I want you to choose the one that, that resonates the most with you. Courage, commitment, dedication, drive. I stay away from motivation or inspiration because they're so fleeting and they feel good. Motivation feels really good when you have it. And it's like a moment in time, same with inspiration. We're not always feeling inspired because we're not always thinking thoughts that create inspiration, but drive, right? Drive, commitment, um, dedication. Those emotions actually don't feel good. (laughs) It's so much easier to feel distracted than focused. So it takes more energy. It takes more focus, uh, alignment in your thinking in order to hold that emotion. So 
I want you to get creative of what that is. It could be commitment. It could be drive. For me, it's always determination. Like whenever I'm like working on something and I get distracted because that's so much easier for me, I just, I'm like, all right, you got this. You got this. I know the distraction's there, but you got this. And I just tell myself over and over again, and the determination grows and it grows and it grows. So I want you to write the emotion because that is the heart. This is the gas, putting the, the correct fuel in the tanks to move you forward, right? If you're driving a luxury car, you have to put in 91 premium gas in that tank. So I want you to think of the emotions as that gas in the tank. Okay. So put the emotion and then I want you to think, what would I need to think or believe to feel this way? And then you have unlocked it, my friend, you have unlocked it. And then that is what you work on every single day. Don't worry about the actions. They will take care of themselves. If you wake up and you focus on your to-be list, your belief list, what we just talked about, right? Like coming up with these thoughts that fuel the emotion of determination, focus, commitment, courage, drive. That should be how you start your day. I'm saying should, because this is exactly the thing that I believe has skyrocketed my results in my life, has moved me forward, has propelled me forward the most that I ever have. I wake up and I think, who do I need to be? What do I need to believe? And that's my to-do list before I get into my calendar, before I get into my actions for the day, before I get into my objectives, the things that I want to get done by the end of the day, the end of the week, who do I need to be? What do I need to believe? And that's it. If you just focus on that, those actions are going to move you forward and you're not going to feel behind. There's no room for that thought because you're not, you're not fueling a place of scarcity. You're not fueling from a place of lack, fueling from a place of inadequacy. In fact, you're coming from a place of power. So good. So it's like being behind it's not a bad thing. You're learning the skill set to move forward. So anytime you come up against a scheduling conflict, a personal thing in your life that's like so big, right? Anytime you're coming up against these circumstances of life that you cannot control, you just have to remind yourself that you're learning the skill set that you need to propel you forward. I use this example a lot because I think about becoming a mom, like that becoming a mom and a business owner, like turned my world inside out in the best way possible. But also it was really hard. There is no guidebook for it. And there's nothing that you can possibly do to prepare yourself. But now I have the skill set. I took a step back and it moved me forward in ways that I didn't know were possible. And I have this new skill set and I'm so ready to continue to approach my life and my business in this way, because by taking a step back, by slowing down, by doing less, I've been able to create more. And I figured that all out because I had a baby. And if I didn't have a baby, I would have kept doing things the way that I was doing them. Repetition is the master of all skills. So if you listen to this or you watch this later on and you want to hear it again in a different way or when you're in a different state, you're going to hear things differently. They're going to land in a different way. So uh, if you're ever falling behind, you know that you have this resource and you can come back to it and we'll walk you through the steps how to get out of it. All right. Thank you so much for your time, my friends. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Remember to love yourself own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it until next time. Oh my goodness. That was such a fun conversation. I could have listened to Emma all 